This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery. The president, President Barack Obama, made an announcement today that makes some people say, see, told you so. Makes some people say, well, you're really not that different than George Bush. It makes some people angry. And then some people say, well, you know, things change. And in light of things that have changed, he had to do this. And what President Barack Obama has done and has announced today is that U.S. forces, our military, will remain in Afghanistan. And it's not just that they're going to remain in Afghanistan, but they're going to remain in Afghanistan at their current levels. That will continue not only for the remainder of this year, but throughout much of next year. And this is yet another delay in the scheduled withdrawal of American troops and to have all the troops home from Afghanistan. So, America's longest war will not be concluded this year or next year. And because of this, not even on the president's watch. This will continue a drawdown into his successor's position as commander-in-chief. Now, when President Obama campaigned, he was the guy that said he would end two wars. He ended one, and it was coming to the point he would end the second, our longest. The decision today, some view as not only a reversal, but a major political reversal. Some people say this will jeopardize the cornerstone of Barack Obama's legacy. But the reality is that the Taliban has reared its ugly head. The Taliban has made gains as of late in Afghanistan. The reality is that there have been appeals from Kabul. They say, please help us, begging us, don't leave. We need the ongoing U.S. assistance. This and these two things, the Taliban and the resurgence of the Taliban and their strength, and the need by an ally who we need to remain our ally and to fight against terrorist-type factions, the Taliban without question, although they are regional and they don't seem to have global aspirations like ISIS, are a terrorist organization. They are terrorizing the men, women, and children and have terrorized the men, women, and children are trying to take over the power politically and by force, by violent force, in Afghanistan. So when you have the people of Afghanistan, the leader of Afghanistan, or the powers of B in Afghanistan, and the people begging for the United States to remain and to help, especially with the Taliban growing in strength and power as of late, making gains in Afghanistan. This is what contributed to this decision. And I honestly feel the president had no choice. So now there's a postponement of the troop withdrawal. This constant, by the way, attempt and now success, unfortunately, by the Taliban in in, in their fight and, and the constant, please help us, Daddy America, 
continues to make it difficult for the president to fulfill the goal. And I do believe that his intention was truly what he stated and that he tried truly as he did succeed with Iraq. And I do believe he could have succeeded possibly with Afghanistan. And that was to make the, to do what he promised, which is to remove all American forces by the time he leaves office. But today, however, he told reporters not an easy decision and not an easy walk to those to that podium. Uh, he told reporters at the White House that he wasn't disappointed having to make uh, this announcement. The plans for the withdrawal have put him put on hold. He said it was his job to make necessary adjustments given events on the ground. Part of the job of commander-in-chief is to keep us safe. And some people say, well, you know, you got to bring the people home. But if the Taliban takes over Afghanistan, that doesn't help us in that region. That doesn't help our allies in and surrounding that region. He stressed the formal combat mission there has ended. So it's not a, a war, right? Or are we assisting and teaching and training? And the president does not support the idea of an endless war. And he has said that a number of times. He ended the war in Iraq. He removed the American troops there four years ago now in 2011. Now, the plan will keep 9,800 troops in Afghanistan from the United States. The, the anticipated drawdown was to be 5,000 by the time he leaves office. That um, is not going to be the case now. The troops' mission will remain the same, he emphasized, which is to train and support the security forces of Afghanistan and to carry out counterterrorism operations. I don't believe in counterterrorism operations. We'll be able to have a a zero military uh, existence anywhere where there are counterterrorism efforts needed. And certainly I think we'd agree there are that needed and those needed in Afghanistan. Uh, Let's uh, hear from the president earlier talking about this delay uh, regarding the troop withdrawal in Afghanistan. While America's combat mission in Afghanistan may be over, our commitment to Afghanistan and its people endures. As Commander-in-Chief, I will not allow Afghanistan to be used as safe haven for terrorists to attack our nation again. Our forces, therefore, remain engaged in two narrow but critical missions, training Afghan forces and supporting counterterrorism operations against the remnants of al-Qaeda. Of course, compared to the 100,000 troops we once had in Afghanistan, today fewer than 10,000 remain in support of these very focused missions. I meet regularly with my national security team, including commanders in Afghanistan, to continually assess, honestly, the situation on the ground, to determine where our strategy is working and where we may need greater flexibility. I've insisted consistently that our strategy focus on the development of a sustainable Afghan capacity and self-sufficiency. And when we've needed additional forces to advance that goal, or we've needed to make adjustments in terms of our timetables, then we've made those adjustments. Today, I want to update the American people on our efforts. Since taking the lead for security earlier this year, Afghan forces have continued to step up. This has been the first fighting season where Afghans have largely been on their own, and they are fighting for their country bravely and tenaciously. Afghan forces continue to hold most urban areas, and when the Taliban has made gains, as as in Kunduz, 
Afghan forces, backed by coalition support, have been able to push them back. This has come at a very heavy price. This year alone, thousands of Afghan troops and police have lost their lives, as have many Afghan civilians. At the same time, Afghan forces are still not as strong as they need to be. They are developing critical capabilities, intelligence, logistics, aviation, command and control. And meanwhile, the Taliban has made gains, particularly in rural areas, and can still launch deadly attacks in cities, including Kabul. Much of this was predictable. We understood that as we transitioned, that the Taliban would try to exploit uh, some of our uh, movements out of particular areas and that it would take time for uh, Afghan security forces to strengthen. Pressure from Pakistan has resulted in more al-Qaeda coming into Afghanistan, and we've seen the emergence of an ISIL presence. The bottom line is, in key areas of the country, the security situation is still very fragile, and in some places, there's risk of deterioration. Fortunately, in President Ghani and Chief Executive Abdullah, there is a national unity government that supports a strong partnership with the United States. During their visit earlier this year, President Ghani and I agreed to continue our counterterrorism cooperation. And he has asked for continued support as Afghan forces grow stronger. Now, we're going to talk about this because there is a lot to say. There are people out there who are very anti-war, very, uh, and there are people out there, by the way, who are even uh, Republicans and conservatives who just want us out of there and think that we have enough domestic issues. Some people feel that we don't have a place there. I, I want to remind you of something before I ask you questions. Years ago, the United States had the CIA work with um, and many soldiers and a man that they put in a leadership position. They gave money, we, the United States, the CIA, our government, gave money to this organization to fight off the Russians. We gave weapons. We trained them. And we made promises that we wouldn't abandon them. And we broke that promise and we abandoned them. The people that we gave weapons to and training and money were known as the Mujahideen. And the man that we had put in charge was named Osama bin Laden. If we learn anything from history, in this situation, we must not abandon the people and the promises we have made to the people of Afghanistan ever again. So I feel the president is making the right decision, especially based on the history that we have in that region. We cannot let the people, even though it's a different generation now, of Afghanistan, look at the United States as a big, powerful entity that bombs, then drops sandwiches, comes in and trains, but then leaves before the job is done. We've done that before. We cannot do that again. I think it's too big a risk. I think it's a larger risk than the risk to the legacy and reputation of the president with regard to his comment that he will end two wars. You know, he'll be the guy that's going to do it. So let me ask you this. Do you agree, because I do, with the president's decision to delay the troop drawdown in Afghanistan? Yes or no, why or why not? Do you agree with the president's decision 
to delay the troop drawdown in Afghanistan. I, some, I know some people think to bring the troops home quicker is a Democratic thing and to keep troops there is a Republican thing and you got to bring the troops home otherwise you lose face and the Republicans go, nah, 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 we were right, he's doing what Bush would have done, you know. Let's, but let's look at facts. Let's look, look, look at history and let's look at what could happen if we don't stay. Do you agree with the president's decision to delay the troop drawdown in Afghanistan? Yes or no? Why or why not? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Now, if you were president, what would you do about this problem? What decision would you make? Would you arrive at this decision or come up with something else? What would you do if you were president of the United States and this decision came to you? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543 is the number. Now, by the time President Obama leaves office, we're going to have more than 5,000 troops in Afghanistan. Some people say the Taliban is 60,000. That's not enough to make an impact in the region, is it? Are 5,500 troops in Afghanistan enough to make an impact? When you have 60,000 allegedly uh, Taliban troops or Taliban members, 8886 Leslie, 8886537543 is the number. Will forces in the Middle East ever be at the skill level needed for the U.S. to leave security of their nation to them? Let's talk specifically about Afghanistan, because that's what this is surrounding. Do you think Afghanistan forces will ever be at the skill level needed and ever have the commitment and the dedication that you need from these troops? You know how many people bail, right? Uh, Will they ever have the skill and the commitment needed to leave security of their nation up to them? In other words, can we ever take the training wheels off? 888-6-LESLEY-888-653-7543. Where does the serious lack of leadership in this region stem from, in your opinion? Where does the serious lack of leadership in the Middle East stem from? 888-6-LESLIE-888-653-7543 is the number. I mean, why does it seem that they need the United States or another country to come in and to help them with their own internal affairs? Is it because they're such a fragmented nation? Is it because they're fragmented along so many lines? I mean, you have Sunnis and Shias and Kurds and, you know, is it because of religion? Is it because of poverty? Is it because of lack of education? 8D, all of the above. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Do you think that Afghanistan will eventually destroy itself through civil war or other countries in the Middle East? Syria, Iraq, other examples. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And do you feel the president's decision will affect the 2016 presidential race? And if so, how? Will this decision affect the 2016 presidential race at all? And if so, how? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Now, let's look at money. The annual cost of maintaining U.S. force levels in Afghanistan is $14.6 billion with a B. What else could we use this money for here in America rather than there in Afghanistan? 8886 Leslie, 888-653-7543. I'm looking at the clock. I think I got a break, guys. I'm not hearing anything in my ear. So is it break time or do I have time to? Okay, 20 seconds. Let's take a break. 8886 Leslie's the number. 888-653-7543. Follow me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall Moore. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE.
Leslie Marshall. Real people, real life, real talk. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Talking about the president's decision to keep the troops in Afghanistan and getting your take at 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. We go to Florida, line one, with JoJo. Hi, JoJo. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Leslie. How are you? Oh, good. Good. Well, I, I think that the president is doing absolutely the right thing to keep troops there. We can't just pull out. And I know that this has been a very long war for our country, and, and the nation is war-weary. Uh, but I think that we can't pull out with the advent of ISIS. We just don't know what's going to fill that void. This this government is not yet strong enough to stand on its own. I think part of the problem, one of the many problems, has been the previous government, Karzai. He was, he was weak. He, to me, he didn't have the... Um, the benefit uh, of his people in mind. I think he was prone to to emotional fits, and I just didn't think that he took advantage of the fact that we were there. We had uh, a, a much more troops there. Um, it's going to take a long time before that country is able to stand on their feet and to defeat all of the forces that come out them to keep them uh, as unstable. There's so many other factors that that keep them from developing. I mean, I think it's religion. I think it's politics. It's tribal. Jojo, leadership. Jojo, I got to take a break. Can you hold on with me because you're saying a lot of good things, and and I want to ask you some, uh, you know, some questions regarding your comments. Can you stay with us just a few more minutes? Great. We'll be back with Jojo there in Florida. The rest of you holding, and if you want to join us, eight 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 six. Leslie's the number. Are you disappointed in the president's decision to keep troops in Afghanistan? What would you do if you were president? 888-6-LESLIE. Have you heard about performance-enhancing veggies that help improve circulation, energy, and stamina? Well, you should, because I tell you about them. They're beets. They're at the top of the list, by the way. Loaded with dietary nitrates, and that boosts nitric oxide levels in your body. And you might say, okay, what does that do, Leslie? And I go to med school. It gives you more energy and stamina. You don't get a crash with those fake energy drinks, which, by the way, are really bad for you. They're just filled with chemicals. But... You might say, Leslie, I don't care how much I love you. I don't care how much I trust you. I am still not eating beets, period. I'm not asking you to. What I'm excited about, what I do, what I put in my protein shake every morning and I advise you to get and check out is Super Beets. It's delicious. It's a circulation superfood. I drink it every day. Like I said, I put it in my protein shake, but you can mix it in water. You can put it in a smoothie. Here's Super Beets secret. They're light dried. So those dietary nitrates are protected. And that's great for healthy blood pressure, for getting better circulation, and you'll feel the boost and that energy and that stamina in as little as 20 minutes. And I'm not just saying that. I guarantee that, and so does Super Beats. Super Beats now has new flavor, black cherry. Tastes awesome. Love it. Like the flavor before. Love the black cherry flavor as well. Nice to have variety. I feel confident offering this to you. So I said to the Super Beat folks, you know, before I tried it, you really want me to say 20 minutes guaranteed till I tried it? 20 minutes guaranteed, I'm saying it. And I told them, listen, you got to give them more incentive to try this. I mean, they love me. They'll take my word for it. But what are you going to do for them? So they said, okay, if they call in the next few weeks, but I suggest calling now 
800-305-6011. Or logging on to leslielovesbeats.com, click the order button next to my picture. And with the order, you'll get one free Super Beats canister. Now, that's not one canister. That's a full month, extra 30-day supply free. That's not all. Free Beat the Odds book. That's not all. Free shipping and handling. How great is that? You have to call within the next few weeks. So call now, okay? Call now. Remember, go to leslielovesbeats.com. Click the order button next to my picture. Before it ends, leslielovesbeats.com, or you can call 800-305-6011. Again, that number, 800-305-6011. Super Beats. Going back to your calls, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Pick up the phone and join us. We are talking about the decision by President Obama to remove the troops, uh, to leave the troops, excuse me, in Afghanistan as opposed to remove them. And I want your take on it. There are, there are people out there, there are some of you listening to me out there, that voted for this man based on his promise to end two wars, now Afghanistan longest running. Does it bother you, this decision? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Let's go back to Florida. Line one with JoJo. JoJo, thank you for holding. You were saying a whole heck of a lot before the break. Please continue. Um, but b- before you do, let me ask you a question. Sure. You you talked about you know this decision that the president made and, and how it came about. Are you one of those people, JoJo, that cast your vote for him back and th- was one of the reasons that he was going to end these wars? And how do you feel about this decision now? Yeah, uh, yeah, I absolutely was. I wanted him to end this war. Uh, but I think that, you know, reality can be a little bit more complex than than what you think will happen. Um, and as you approach things, you have to reassess the situation. And, uh, you know, if we had a, 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 a crystal ball, um, could we have known that things would turn out the way that they, they have? I don't think that we could. We just have to play it the best way the events happen. And I think that absolutely I wanted these wars to end. But at the end of the day, just like you said earlier, you know, with the advent of the Mujahideen and out of that came Osama bin Laden, we can't afford to create another void in this very fragile, volatile, uh, um, uh, uh, geographical part of the world. It is just too dangerous, particularly with the advent of ISIS, uh, coming. We just don't know what kind of relationship they could have or develop with Taliban. We can't take that chance. I think that we don't want to have another 9-11 happen. Um, and so I think he's doing the best that he can do. I I honestly think that there probably should be a few more. I mean, I, I, not more than 10,000, but is it going to be enough to keep this government propped up? I think that we have a... Uh, well, and I think that that's a question. I mean, there was somebody on Twitter that said, you know, Leslie, you know, if we have a, we have a sixth the American troops... Um, of yeah. what they have, okay? Yeah. Um, we're going yeah. to be, you know, leaving them with a twelfth of what they yeah. have. And then when you look at the number of the Afghans, the Taliban just has more in numbers, and sometimes that's all you need is the numbers. Uh, is yeah. that enough? Yeah. And I think it's a valid question, even though the person who posed it is staunch conservative. I think it's a valid point in question. It is. It is. It is. Uh, and, and there's just no guarantees. I mean, and I think that he's really trying to thread it because he doesn't want to leave a whole lot um, uh, of troops there because he knows that people are going to be unhappy. I just think that realistically we are going to be there for a, a longer time than we had anticipated. Um, we've been in Japan for how long? We've been in Germany for how long? 
I just think that maybe you can move some of those troops over into this area. Um, is it 5,500 enough? I don't think that it is enough. But when you think about the skills and the preparations that our troops have, um, you know, maybe we can at least have enough over there to keep this government propped up until they can, until they can get, you know, more commitment from their own people at the end of the day. The self-determination to make their government thrive and to protect their own people has to at some point come from the Afghani people and from the Afghan government. Yeah, you know? Oh, I, I, I hear you entirely, and I agree with you 100%. Anything else, Jojo? Yes. Well, I just think that, you know, again, we're going to be there for a minute. And I, I think that the American people have to be prepared that we're going to be there a lot longer. Yes, there are promises that he made on the campaign trail. But, you know, with promises, sometimes promises are broken, and we have to be realistic. And at the end of the day, I think that him having troops over there is going to eventually, in, in, or, you know, in an interesting way, keep us safer. Yes, would we like to just pull them all out? Yes, but what kind of, you know, commitment did we make to them? And just like you said, we broke the commitment to them before. These people don't have, you know, the wherewithal to really send off those fundamentalists that will try to take the government down. And I think that the, the Islam and the Muslim uh, governments have to play more of a role in protecting the Middle East. And I think that Saudi Arabia has to, you know, not be contributing to the fundamentalist uh, uh, religion and regimes that, that tend to take down these governments that are trying to thrive. I think the Saudi Arabian government has a lot of responsibility, and, and, and they've got the money. I think that they really need to contribute more to keeping these governments proper, because at the end of the day, it's just going to be better for the Mideast. But again, we're dealing with an area that is just complex in, in geography. It's complex in its religious makeup, and you've got the Sunnis and the Shias. These, these people have been fighting these tribal wars for the past 2,000 years. You know, so at the end of the day, what more are we going to be able to do to bring stability? I just think that the, the Muslim countries over there, they have to do more to help these people. So All right, pretty much what I have. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. Very, very well said. Eight 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 six Leslie. Eight 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 six five three seven five four three is the number. Uh, pick up the phone and join us when we finish with the call. Your cue to call through. Let's go to Michael in the Bronx. Line two. Michael. Good afternoon. Leslie, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. You know it is unfortunate. Of um, I can't put blame on President Obama and what he announced. After all, for one thing, he's being truthful. All right, and what he's assessing now. He did have plans to get our troops out of both wars, Iraq and Afghanistan. To get our troops out of Iraq was one heck of an accomplishment considering what he was handed to by the previous administration. All right, but then we also have to look at um, the obstructing Republicans who try to stop him at every single move that he made just to make sure that he failed. So are people disappointed? Perhaps. But we gotta look at what has been transpired what has been transpiring for the past nearly eight years, nearly two and two turns of his presidency. He made the effort. Were the Republicans a helping hand? Hell no. Is there a liability? Hell yes. So if people can't understand that, you know, I hope they will agree. I know Republicans are not going to agree to what I'm saying, or let alone what you say, Leslie. But, you know, let's face facts here, that if people were working together and thought about the people,
troops and not use our troops for political purposes as they did with Iraq, perhaps um, we could have gotten our troops out of Afghanistan sooner than anticipated. After all, President Obama didn't have a plan, but no one ever thought that the Republicans would be that much stubborn or just so, I'm trying to think the good word for it, jealous, so defiant, so corrupt as to want to block each and every initiative of Mr. Obama, even if it means at the expense of the safety or even the lives of the people and our troops. I mean, can I make this any simpler? All right. Anything else, Michael? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just wondering, like, what you think of um, my assessment. I, you know, I think you're mostly accurate. Uh, and I think uh, a lot of people, you know, feel that way. For some reason, I think there are people out there that assume that perhaps you're saying what you're saying because you're going to support the president, whatever he does. I know that's not true. Um, and that if it were Republican making this decision that, you know, you might feel very different, differently. Who knows? Um, but, you know, for the most part, I agree. Well, yeah, well, if, if you, people want to do a compare and contrast, when President when Bush was in office and the troops were still in Iraq. He kept saying, just a little more time, just a little more time, just a little more time. But they never want to lay out uh, what plan does he have, what exit strategy. And he said, oh, that's top secret. We can't uh, um, let out information because that would be giving info to the enemy. And a lot of people thought that he was just full of malarkey and so forth. And then what happens? He leaves office and abandons our troops in Iraq. And President Obama made Iraq the first priority because our troops shouldn't have been there in the first doggone place. And then now it's left over with Afghanistan. At least he's letting everybody know of what the status is with Afghanistan. Could he get the troops out miraculously before he leaves office? Who knows? But at least he's letting everybody know and being straight up of what the current situation is, so That even though it was unexpected, and what could be um, the task for the next president. Hopefully it will be a Democrat, but I'm sure the Democrats are all on the same page as to what happened, why our troops are still there, how they were left there, and what um, President Obama was handed with at the beginning of his presidency. And I'm sure he's gotten about 75 percent, at least 75 percent, of um, the troop situation accomplished. Um, I agree. Thank you for the call, uh, Michael. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, let's uh, take, can we take one more before the break, guys? Yeah? Uh, let's do that. Let's go next to Craig in Ithaca on line three. Hey, Craig, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Uh, what's your take on the president's decision and announcement today to continue and not draw down, as originally planned, the troop level in Afghanistan? Yeah, um, you know, so I'm, I voted for, you know, President Obama twice, and, and I'll, I'm not going to make my assessment of his presidency based on, you know, the, this decision. Practically speaking, I'm sure I don't understand enough to assess whether or not he's right or wrong. And practically speaking, there's probably a whole bunch of, you know, factors that have to weigh into this, whether it was George Bush or Barack Obama. My, my take on this whole issue is that I think we shouldn't be out there in these places as much, as long, or even at all as we have been. And that the longer we stay, the more dependent on our presence, the governance becomes. And in fact, frankly, I just think we're getting played by the whole 
by the whole region uh, to stay just just dug in and just be a forever presence. And I think, frankly, the sooner we get out in total, the better off everybody will be. But, no, but not everybody, because the people of Afghanistan won't be better off, and we and the people in that region may not be better off if the Taliban decides to have aspirations outside of Afghanistan. We already know they do in no. northern Pakistan, for example. There are a lot of forces of, of a lot of financial means and a lot of interests other than the United States that could be playing a role in that region. I think Saudi Arabia ought to be footing a whole bunch of this with people and um, uh, uh, financial resources. Uh, but perhaps they don't see themselves aligned with their neighbors in the region uh, at all. And I really wonder... How much can we do? It's, it's not any better than it was three years ago. Oh, I disagree. I, I think it's. I, I do agree with you. It, you know, it's a hot mess. It, it, but but it, it, I think heard, it's. I think it's better than it was three years ago. We heard the statements today from the. Uh, there was a program on earlier talking about how the State Department was was saying that the uh, the the growth of of poppy in the region. Uh, is about at its capacity, as much as it's ever been, as worse as it's ever been, right? And if we're trying to both control the Taliban and the poppy trade, we're, we're clearly losing. And I just, I just, I mean, I can't weigh in on, on the on the specifics. I, I just don't know. My sense is, my feeling is, I really think there's got to be a better way than us trying to be that police officer over there. Maybe I'm totally wrong, but it's really, really, really frustrating. But I'm not going to hold Barack Obama's legacy to this issue. To me, I've supported him for many other reasons besides these. And with sticky foreign policy issues, I'm sure he's probably making the best decision. Um, But it's hard for me to see through that. Anyway, thanks for taking my call. Always, Craig. Appreciate it there in Ithaca. I'm Leslie Marshall. Quick break when we come back. Emails, tweets, more of your calls. You don't want to join us. Only one segment left to weigh in on this. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Leslie Marshall, the simple truth in a complicated world. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. For over 75 years. Let's get to the calls. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Talking about troops in Afghanistan won't be the withdrawal that many had hoped for. William in New Mexico, line one is next. Hi, William. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, ma'am. Uh, I'd submit that, uh, that everyone, uh, that this is all tribal uh, stuff, and uh, those guys, uh, everyone should read James Michener's book about Afghanistan 
uh, and I think it's called The Drifters, but uh, he uh, wrote uh, an excellent book, one of his, of course, you know, seven or eight, nine hundred page books uh, on on the uh, country and the area uh, surrounding it, and uh, it's an excellent insight. You you have to read that to have any grasp of what's going on there. You know, the only comparable thing we have here in America is the American Indians, and I submit, uh, had they had the same armaments as the U.S. Cavalry and had the 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 folks and the government uh, not allowed uh, those buffalo hunters to go out there and slaughter the herds, uh, you know, just for the capes or for the whatever. Uh, that, uh, you know, the United States of America might not extend much farther than the Mississippi River. Okay. Uh, interesting. And uh, appreciate your uh, call there. Thank you uh, very much, William, uh, for that. Uh, we are going to uh, share some emails. Speaking of William's point that it was uh, tribal, let me see. Uh, Mr. K says, emails, Leslie. Afghanistan is a country of mountain ranges that divide different ethnic groups. A national unity government usually means putting one ethnic group in charge of all the other ones, which is why all these essentially Western-backed neo-colonial governments fail. Uh, And you know what? I don't disagree with that. I think that's uh, part of the problem. And a lot of times, those like us helping them don't always understand not just the terrain uh, physically, geographically, but we don't understand the culture, the religion, the people, and the uh, actual deep divide uh, that um, makes these groups so different from one another, at least in their minds. Uh, David emails, Russia learned, Britain learned, Alexander learned, the Mongols, the Mongols didn't try, Mongolians. The 10 or 20 years they will still be fighting, the, in 10 or 20 years they'll still be fighting the invaders. The tailbone never attacked us. If you're looking, terrorists, I suggest Northern Africa or the Mideast. Uh, we are just increasing the size of the memorial. Uh, interesting, interesting, interesting. And then on uh, Twitter, uh, when asked, um, when when asked if, you know, who would handle and if this would affect uh, 2016, uh, Joe says any tweets anybody but a Democrat precisely because they wouldn't be a Democrat. Oh, that is so smart. <laughs> Not. Um, Uh, Kevin says, I think that the president should have ordered the army to start choppering off, chopping off or choppering off all personnel from embassy rooftop success at last. I think he's talking about Benghazi. Um, Anyway, Mike says there is no exit strategy. How are we going to get rid of 100 percent of the cockroach mitigate via Israel, Germany, Turkey as uh, allies? Well, yeah, the Taliban are like cockroaches, aren't they? Reproducing quicker. I'm Leslie Marshall. Have a great Thursday. We might be on Kelly file tomorrow. Check you out tomorrow. You ever hear something and know the world will never be the same? Houston, we have liftoff. Well, wait until you hear this one. Half price coffee. That's right. Get into McDonald's weekdays before 10.30 a.m. for any size premium roast coffee or iced coffee. Both made with 100% Arabica beans, both half the price. Good is brewing. And that's the sound of your morning changing. Limited time only. May not be combined with any offer or combo meal. Have participated in McDonald's. How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? 
Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola Energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola Energy. Energy you want, taste you love.